Lent is the season when, in fact, we deal with the cloud, sort of a darkness, to look for faith and to find and decide upon how we express our faith in Jesus Christ. Unlike other times in our church year, it's not about necessarily the joy or the brightness of the experience, but actually exploring the depths of our own in terms of following Christ and being a disciple of Jesus. Paul, in his letter to the Philippians, reminds them to imitate him. As he had already told them that he imitates Christ. In essence, what he's saying is that it's not about a system of dogma or laws, but rather it's about finding a relationship to Jesus Christ in our experiences. It's about bringing into ourselves a sense of our determination to be like Christ. I remember early on, I felt sort of guilty about not being very good about dogmatic thinking. I guess in many ways I was blessed by a a father who was a lifelong Episcopalian and always found a way to express his concerns and frustrations about the church openly and candidly. Recently, I sent out a response to a person who was talking about something of substance about our faith. In it, I included two experiences that I had in terms of stories that I thought were really clear to me about how it's about not learning the rules, but rather to understand the depth of faith in all of us. And the first was a rabbi who was taking a group of people on the tour through the temple school and the person in the group was looking at the scholars sitting two by two and one pair were arguing vociferously over one piece of scripture and he said to the rabbi I don't understand why are they arguing so intensely about one simple phrase in scripture. And the rabbi said to him, but that's easy. They're looking for the third opinion. (laughs) Another story that comes to mind is the fact that many times I found myself caught up in situations that seemed to make no sense. And I'm aware how much I try to go to this logical side. Okay, number one is such and such. Number two, two, three, four, five. Getting myself organized to respond. 
And I had an experience where, in fact, I was caught off guard. It happened to be in Batavia, New York, at St. James Church, and the Attica riots had just taken place. And I was stunned by three days in a city where there was no traffic, with the exception of armored vehicles, hospital ambulances, police, and so forth, all holding this city in suspension. I went to the hospital, the rector and I, he went to one hospital where the critically wounded were being taken care of. The second hospital, either they were deceased or in fact, okay, that they were going to survive. And I remember walking in thinking, what on earth am I going to do or say? With that, the head nurse that I'd known quite well came up and bear hugged me. Said, thank God you're here. Instead of thanking her, all I could see is, what on earth am I doing here? When I walked through the various areas, people who had lost their close ones were in tears. And I went and sat with them, saying not much of anything, but the idea of just offering whatever solace I could by being present. I didn't say much at all, but I did offer prayers occasionally when I found myself able to pray. And what stunned me in that experience was these people were thanking me for the comfort I had provided. And I thought of the comfort that Jesus provided his disciples, both by challenging them and by having them sit down with him, having a meal. I didn't really understand that somehow my imitation of Jesus just being quiet and present and caring should be enough. And I was embarrassed when they thanked me. Now in the gospel lesson, we t Jesus talks about how he was wanting to take people in his arms, much like the wings of a hen covering her brood. The idea that Jesus, by example and by commitment of love, gave to others this wonderful presence. And what I think is important for me today is to understand he started with a phrase when they told him to get out of town. Herod's going to kill you. And he said, you can tell that fox from me that I have things to do. He started off with a sense of strength and power and then has this wonderful story about taking his arms and embracing people like a mother hen. 
His strength, his speaking to the issue was critical. But his embracement of those who were suffering, who were in pain, who weren't sure what to do, was really critical. Unfortunately, we face a situation in our daily life today where, in fact, people are in disarray and terrified through war, through bombing, through painful, painful experiences of family, peers, and friends dying in their face. How do we, imitating Christ, reach out and comfort them in any way possible? I think this is the biggest challenge we face as Christians. To be truthful, to be candid, to be strong, but also nurturing and comforting. And I know that many have given money for various programs to help those people in great need and great pain. It would be easy for us to focus in on the person behind the war. But if we do, we take away our focus to help those who are in the war and suffering and painfully taking their family and friends and losing members. I would hope that in our Lent, if we truly understand that we need to imitate Christ, it's not going to change things overnight, but it certainly will give us a reason to reach out in ways that are like a hen drawing those children under the wings. I think this is the focus of where we should be in our life today. It's easy for us to get angry. It's easy for us to condemn the actions of others. All of those things are easy, but they take us away from the commitment of Christ to be present, to be a sign of hope in the most terrifying of times. Lent, the darkness, the cloud, the pains, is a time for us to reach out to one another and to others around the world. May we be truly imitating Christ. Not trying to look for a dogma or a principle that's going to give us some rationality or some sanity, but rather reaching out in love, in prayer, in commitments of all different kinds and varieties to let others know that Christ is with us and in them and a part of our experience making holy the time 